in other news tonight, a grim update to the story that's been unfolding over the last two years as the mystery of the disappearance of James Donahue is coming into light. We've learned that videotapes have been recovered in a surprisingly similar fashion to his sister Heather's disappearance from 1994, nearly 20 years to the day. On the ground, we have Aaron Russman reporting with more. Aaron, what do you have to share with listeners? Did you get chat G- GPT to do this or something? No, I did this. Oh, it's really good, is what I meant. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. And that's funny, because I used to work in broadcast news for quite a long time, but if I have to, like, pull it out of my ass right on the spot and improvise, I'm not very Well, thank you, Aaron. I really appreciate <laughs> that. The sadness for the Donahue family keeps climbing, as we've heard that upon release of these tapes, both his mother and father have killed themselves out of grief from losing both of their children to mysterious circumstances in the woods. Uh, They were both found with a note attached to their bodies that said, Fuck you, Blair Witch. We're not sure if they're buying into the mythology around their disappearance. As you know, they both disappeared in the woods in a town near Maryland, Burkittsville, um, where there is... Uh, fuck this. This suddenly is a true crime podcast now, which I think we did talk about having to, like, maybe shift over to that kind of thing or something else when if we couldn't get more than two listeners over a four-year period. I mean, yes, if we switched to true crime. But we moved the needle of at least to one listener, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Every podcast. No, that's sexist. There is a <laughs> stereotype sexist. that women really love true crime. They do. And oh. stereotype. <laughs> and we could pick up a lot of female listeners. So yeah, we're we're a podcast about fucking sequels. Yeah, the things that come after the thing that was inherently more interesting. That's what we do. By definition, we will never talk about the best movie in a franchise. And so we did a stupid thing. We decided to cover the one and only sequel to The Blair Witch called Book of Shadows. We yeah. covered it last episode. Our stupid idiot heads didn't realize that there was a third fucking sequel until we had already second sequel second sequel third Third movie movie. in the franchise second sequel until we were ready to record that original episode last episode but now that i've seen this purported second sequel it's only a sequel in promotion and name only it's a remake a reboot if you will of the first movie because I have questions I want to get into. Yeah, we need to take a quick step back and add a giant... What's the name of the guy that hit 61 home runs? Uh, Mickey Mantle. Was it Mantle? We need to add a giant asterisk to our last episode. There was a Billy Crystal movie about it, and I remember they shot it at Tiger Stadium right before they tore it down. It was a good movie, too. Asterisk. Yes. Last episode. Uh, we recorded that entire episode without understanding the premise of the movie. The movie was so bad yeah. that we couldn't even understand the premise. And I want to say it out loud. Right. And it's not because we were stupid. Maybe it's a little bad. of that came in. But it was that bad that it overtook our stupidity and, and, and it made us confused. And where are we and what are we watching? Well, we spent a lot of time talking about the blurb at the beginning mm. and what that meant because we both found it confusing. So we have the Blair Witch and then we have... 
Book of Shadows. Well, we have the Blair Witch Project. Oh, sorry. That's the the Blair Witch Project. Yes. The OG. And then they rushed out a sequel, Book of Shadows, the Blair Witch 2. And so that previous episode, I don't, it's still hard to explain. Well, can we ask my question? You can tell me if I'm right. Okay. So in 94, three friends went out into the woods and recorded it all. A couple of years later, that footage was found by somebody, I guess Sanchez and Merrick, right? <laughs> the guys who made the Blair Witch. So they put that quote-unquote real footage and made a movie out of it. That's the Blair Witch Project. That was such a phenomenon as a movie that these people in the Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, started giving tours about where the movie was shot. And then it turned out that it was making them crazy, so they were like... in. Because the first movie kind of pretends they're in the real world, too. And then this movie kind of pretends they're also in the real world, but like a different real world. And now this new one says that maybe just Heather went out in 1994 and disappeared. And then years later, this YouTuber named Lane found a single document of video footage and uploaded it to YouTube. And Heather's brother, James, sees it thinks that's her so he takes his friends out to the woods to try to find out what happened to his sister heather is this saying that the blair witch project stuff never happened because there's no mention of any friends going out it's literally just a girl named heather who happens to be the same heather from the first one explain that to me or am i completely wrong if we circle back to the original movie she is the last camera person left alive and she's the one who goes into the basement and sees her compatriot standing at the wall, and then she's clubbed, and she's dead. But they never mention the Blair Witch Project or any of the friends. So my question is, does the Blair Witch Project exist as a movie in the Blair Witch world? No, no. So none of that footage was ever found. This is why I got confused. So nobody ever found that footage. So this guy named James only believes that his sister Heather was somewhere in the woods with no friends. And there was one DV tape, specifically called a DV tape, found sometime around now, or at least in the 2010s, by this YouTuber named Lane and his girlfriend who found it somewhere in the woods and then uploaded it to YouTube. That's how he saw it. And then he got in contact with them. And that's how they come along. So this also took a, another detour into pulling itself out of the Blair Witch Project world to do its own thing. That's why I considered this more of a reboot. So they don't say it very much out loud. You're right. They never talk about Heather's friends or any footage that was ever found of them. The only thing he has is like two frames of her in the mirror. That's a really interesting point. What I don't like about it is that I'm just the same with the sequel. I'm confused as hell again. And I don't know how they want the, us to treat this movie. It's a bad movie. I don't know. See, bad because it's like the, the Book of Shadows was made poorly and they didn't know what they were doing. This one has a very clear, direct, weird, this is the kind of movie we're making. I kind of respect that. But it, it wasn't. So I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's it's not it's not great executed well bad movie is what i'm gonna say but book of shadows asterisk the plot of book of shadows blair witch 2 is the movie happens in the real world that the blair witch project was a fake movie and that there are people that take 
tours of the area where the Blair Witch movie happened, just like you said. And essentially, one of those tour groups was murdered by another tour group. And the movie, Book of Shadows, is a reenactment of the defense's story in the trial that happened after. And their defense was that they were possessed by the Blair Witch from the fake movie and that it brought them to kill them. And they moved, made a movie just based on their side of the story. Yeah, That's no, what I get that. And I remember that. But the is. funny thing, but really both those movies purport themselves to take place in the real world. They say this really happened because the third one seems to rewrite the history and tries to do, to do its own thing as a remake. You're saying that the first movie didn't happen just because they didn't bring it up. Well, it just seems a very odd thing not to bring up. It's been 20 years. They've talked about it a lot. Why would they keep talking about it? Well, my point is the Blair Witch Project never happened in the Blair in Blair Witch, this new movie. Because no, no, you're, you're wrong. What, what, why, why would he never look at that footage? Like, why would that footage... He, the they only, did. Like, he is telling the audience, this is the first thing I've seen of Heather since she disappeared, and it is this one piece of footage. No, the movie's so bad you're forgetting the detail because they specifically talk about the house yeah. in the footage and how they were never able to locate a house in those woods. Right, maybe. So they totally mentioned the original footage. Maybe, I don't know. It's then, hard to say. So I'm thinking it it's just really doesn't get brought say. up because it's a fucking old movie. But why wouldn't, but there's so much for him to go on about that footage that could lead him in a better way of well, because what happened than just this little, for than these, like two frames. Everybody searched for them back then. They explored their options. They ruled out the fact that there was no house there. No, I'm not. Yeah, you might be right. It just really stood out weird to me that there was no mention of that. The whole reason that they uploaded it to YouTube is because it's a popular thing. It's a video about the Blair Witch Woods. Like, nobody would give a shit about a scary nature video if there wasn't some historical reason to care. Yeah. And they're all those two tour guides are all invested in the mythology of it. It's essentially they're a retread of Book of Shadows in terms of this is what I'm getting at is that they are basically making the Book of Shadows again, just in their own little way. That's that he was more closely to the original. That is identical to the original. Yeah, identical. Yeah, that's why I'm like, this isn't a proper sequel. Here's my question. What Blair Witch sequel would ever work ever? None. None of them. And they've proved it twice. That it's impossible to do anything that that, that is a worthy uh, companion piece to the first one. So here's my reasoning, and we kind of talked about it with Book of Shadows. The Blair Witch can only work because the only reason it was successful was because of the marketing campaign that fueled it. When you get to actual movie making and storytelling, there's not a lot to expand on. It, it was believing it to be real was such a part of why this it was a success. Yeah. But the movie also didn't betray the promotion either. The movie stuck very close in execution and editing. This could have been real. But Blair Witch is a movie that's pretending to be found footage. The, the reason it, it failed in my mind is that there's music. There's music. And there's sound effects. When they see the creature, when they see the Blair Witch, 
or their gangly arms. They have like, you know, there's like noises that happen. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, that's not found footage. That's funny. And the editing also, they would cut to different characters' stories. And that is too movie-like. You can't do that. That's cheating. Uh, But that's not what Blair Witch did. Like, for all intent and purposes, Heather was the lead. So it was really, you were going through everything with her. You didn't know what happened to her friend. Whereas Blair Witch... You get to hang out with what's his name, who's going in the woods looking for firewood, you know, and then the tree falls on him, and then we cut back. Like you, you shouldn't know what's going on. Like that's why Blair Witch works so well because you just were with her and you had no idea. Anyway, I could go on and on. That for you listeners, I watch movies and I follow the story, and I get really hung up on the story elements. Aaron has a much better eye for how a film is made. And you just blew my mind, dude. Like, (laughs) you're exactly right. They're just, there's additional reasons to dislike this movie for what they did. And again, it's an ex a movie that's well made. It's like Wingard, Adam Wingard, the director, couldn't help himself. Blair Witch is a bad title. Do you know what this movie should have been called? Uh... It should have been called The Heather Donahue Project. Oh. Oh, there you go. In the same way that in the first movie, those people went out to make a documentary about the Blair Witch, these people went out to make a documentary about his sister, Heather Donahue. You know what? You know what would have been better title? Donahue. Right? Has that been used before? All right. Let's talk about this plot. Yeah, why don't you take us, just take us through it. Take us on a tour of Burkittsville. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the plot. Uh, did you see the Blair Witch Project? <laughs> it's that. Line for That's line... That. Word for word. Yep. So they add the diversity, but then go out of their way to follow that classic horror trope of the black people die first. Yeah. And they also add the locals in. They want the two locals, but they're just kind of annoying. And they're just there to give stupid speeches. And then they get in trouble. They're supposed to be the ones that are going to enlighten the rest of the group to how serious this is. And then they're the ones that get more fucked up than anybody, I think. Which says, like, are they just saying that? (sighs) Yeah. Anyway. So the brother of the chick that disappeared from the first movie sees a YouTube video that, and he decides, even though you can't see, no, you can't see her at all, thing in these like three, two, three frames of a girl in and a he's mirror like, Do you see it? of this house. That's my sister. Yeah, he's convinced it's Heather, which also may say a, a little bit about mental health and like you know and, and and trauma and stuff that and and just that he just sees her it doesn't matter that he maybe a rational person would say like you have no idea who that is like he sees her because it's it's bothered him so i guess i'll give him that yeah i can give him that too so him and his lifelong friend who was around when his sister disappeared and helped search for her they take him his girlfriend and a local film student to film it and they try to figure out what happened to his sister by going into the woods and they first and foremost meet the locals Even though, here's my problem. Where was Heather from? Because weren't they locals? I don't remember Blair Witch Project on the details. I just remember the big picture. But I feel like they were just three college students that wanted to do a documentary about the Blair Witch. They went out to the woods. Like they, I remember they drove out there. It may be the same state. It couldn't have been too far. So they go to Burkittsville and they meet the local kid that posted the video. And they're weird... But not that weird, but just kind of gothy, but not that gothy. You know, like he's, it's not like he's like, he doesn't overdo it at all. So maybe that's the problem is that he's weird, but is he? I don't know. It was, it was a strange character. I would have appreciated 
less nuance in this horror movie. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So they all go out in the woods. They set up camp. They spend the night. They wake up. And there's Blair Witch symbols hanging all over the place. I know. And this is how I felt about it. Because who's scared of that anymore? Nobody. It was scary no. in the first movie because there was no music. <laughs> and they woke up and you, didn't ne- you never saw those things before. So you're like, that is fucking weird. Now you're expecting it. And there they are. And hey, guess what? Uh, and this kind of points to the original footage being wrong too. The fact that this is even happening. True. They were like, hey, uh, turns we, we set this up to make you think that it's real. We were trying to freak you out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because how would they know about it if they hadn't it, have seen all that before? So they send the locals away. And then they get lost in the woods. They make a big circle and they end up back at the campsite. The black chick hurts her foot. She gets a big cut on it. She cut it like when they were still walking out there, weren't they? Yeah. 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 She cut it earlier. And then it's just been getting worse and worse. And so that's like a little plot device, but it really goes nowhere. Do you remember? Um, I know we've talked about this before, but I think what a horror movie has to do is it has to decide what its rules are and then it has to stick with them. And this movie has no rules. It just keeps making up things because they think it's scary. So she has some sort of something in her foot, but it never pans out and it's just there to be gross. So how is that a Blair Witch thing? You don't introduce an idea unless it's going to lead to something later. If you introduce random ideas, the audience is going to get hooked on them, and they're going to focus on them as part of the story. Right. Well, it's the, they're basically just saying there's a witch, and she's got a little magic, I guess. She has long arms and legs, and she's very grotesque, because that's the way she was murdered and bound and stretched and whatever. She also has the magic power to make parasites and wounds and feet. And she has the magic power to um, make noises in the woods. And she has the magic power to grab tents and throw them in the air. And she has the magic power to whatever they just came up with. She has the magic power to make a bright light in the woods that shines and, and freaks them out. It was just everything. It has the ability to make houses appear out of nowhere. Yeah. The thing that worked the best for me as far as freaky shit goes. So they banished Lane and his girlfriend, but then they end up coming back and they claim it's been days. So also the Blair Witch has the power to make some people feel like time has passed, but other people not. And she has the power to not like the sun come up. So the sun has been down. Yeah, okay. But then the girl sees her hair on one of the twigs that looks like a little person. And then that is clearly a voodoo doll, which you don't find out until the other girl snaps it. And then fucking the girl snaps in half. It was super yeah. freaky. Like that was the scariest thing that happened in the movie. It, but it was really just the actress, the the one girl with a hurt foot. Her reaction to it was pretty horrifying. So I was like, well, that worked really well. Which also the Blair Witch now makes voodoo dolls, I guess. Um, that's what those were maybe the whole time and nobody ever put it together. Yeah, and that I would be okay with if they were establishing rules for this psycho killer it's just another thing that happened that they thought would be freaky that's all it is and then they just dispose of it along the way it's just a trail of little shock gags <laughs> that they're coming up with but it leads to i don't know yeah that's what bothered me that was another thing that bothered me about this film i'm like you gotta you gotta you gotta make some rules and you gotta stick with them so people are are with you on that you know this is what this monster does the monster has to be interesting, mm-hmm. and the monster needs to have a motivation. Well, you know why the Blair Witch Project was freaky also? Because they never showed it. They never showed anything. 
But this movie, it can't rely on that anymore because one, they're cheating their way through the found footage. But they want to show it because they could probably make a freaky thing. And yeah, it was freaky. I think the elongated thing was freaky, but it, they actually showed it too much, I thought. So the shock factor yeah. went away. Like I would have been okay with a shadow. Is there anything we're missing? Like... Uh, I mean, they stay in the woods and then it never gets daylight again. And the guy goes off to get wood and tree falls on him for some reason. And then he's pulled away. And then the girl has a hurt foot and it's just hurt all the time. And she pulls something out of it, but it's, you don't care what it is. He's the first one gone. Peter, right? James is the brother. Lisa, Peter, Ashley. And then Lane and girlfriend. And then Lane and Talia. Okay. Here's the thing that was bothering the hell out of me. Lane or James and lisa Mm -hmm. go to search for peter as he has disappeared and he's been caught under a tree and there's a ridiculous thing where peter's under the tree late or james is like 10 feet away and he can't figure out how to speak he can play with the walkie-talkie but he can't figure out how to speak to the person who's next to him so james and lisa are looking for peter And Ashley's running around in the woods, the girl with the hurt foot. And she sees the drone. This is a girl with a serious infection in her foot. She sees the drone at the top of a tree and proceeds to climb this tree. Lisa was the one operating the drone. At no point was Ashley operating this thing. Yes, that's what I thought. I thought that suddenly Ashley had the operation of the drone and that she was it, it made me think like oh maybe she was the one she with did the phone. she had the controller for some reason yeah but why would she do that lisa is the film student that they brought she is the one who brought the gear i gotta say though i think there was one shot of them in the woods before all the shit happened that Le- that ashley was controlling the drone i think that happened. And that would make I, me feel I, better. I do i do remember that but it was very brief Hey, speaking of not being able to yell, that happened in Halloween 2, right? With Jamie Lee Curtis when she is outside the hospital. She just cannot yell, and he's right at the door. But for some reason, she's just so traumatized. I thought it was one of the stupidest things. So this is just carrying on a horror movie cliche. Nonsense. (laughs) But Ashley, serious infection. A foot that is just destroyed. Climbs a tree. And I got into an argument with Brooke. That's not her that's lisa she's sick it can't be ashley and then it was ashley and i was really fucking pissed so she falls and then her body gets dragged away the same way peter's did so the blair witch got them i guess i don't know whatever the blair witch does with them uh, i don't know there's no indication that the drone has night vision just saying just just saying so we're down to james and lisa being freaked out in the woods and they find a house Shouldn't be a house, but there's a house. This is the whole weird thing about Blair Witch is that they bring in this other murderer house thing. Because it's not the Blair Witch's house. It's There was this dude back in the 40s that ended up taking kids and killing them. His house appears and disappears at will. And now the Blair Witch uses the house or something because she's from 1600s or something like that. All of this is told through random locals that you have no reason to trust it's like the folklore that people tell each other lane tells the story about how this guy was killing kids and it was rumored that he was being influenced by the witch oh right the blair witch was telling him to do it i see yeah Yeah. and of course i'd be like oh great lane that's cool 
okay, do you want to pass me the crack pipe? Yeah. So when that guy died, the Blair Witch is like, I'll just start doing it myself, I guess. I'll just hang out now. I'll reveal myself. Uh, she can also create noises of the people she's, whatever she does to these people. Yes, that's another power. That's another power. So yeah. Uh, Witchcraft can let you do. Lisa stays outside. James hears Heather's voice and he runs inside to look for her. And I have another big problem here. Mm-hmm. Sorry that this is turning into a bitch session, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's it's the quality of film we watched. This guy, thinking after 20 years of being missing in the woods... That his sister has just been chilling in some house is bonkers. I'm okay with him trying to figure out how his sister died. But him for a second believing that she is alive is crazy. So him running into this house to chase her voice. Yeah. Stupid. So this is the second thing. One of two things I felt worked in the movie. What? The first was when the girl got snapped in half because of the voodoo doll. I I thought that was a quality scare and then this harkens back to the fact that he sees heather in those couple frames of footage when it could be anybody but he's adamant because just in his mind the trauma that he's dealing with with losing his sister i think it's the not knowing that has drove driven him into this kind of thought is when he's outside with lisa at that house and he just very honestly tells her like i don't he didn't say word for word but he basically says like i know this is stupid and I know the last thing we should do is go in here, but I have to go. I, this is why I'm here. Like, this might seem crazy, but I have to do it. And I really felt like he was very honest in that moment, where it's just like, he knows it's the wrong decision. It, it doesn't It doesn't matter that his life is, or anybody else's life is in danger now. Like, if he can find out what he came to find out, it's worth it. So that was why I, I was actually like, nah, that's actually pretty good. Damn it, that's thoughtful. You're making a lot of prescient points in this episode, and I dig it. Those are the only, the only like two, maybe three things that I was like, "That's a movie," yeah, but it's not surrounded by much of quality otherwise. So Lisa gets scared inside by the weird Blair Witch monster, and she goes into the basement, and we recognize that this is the basement from the original movie, and. <sighs> Hey, guess what happens? Lane, the local who's gone crazy, is down there, and he's serving the Blair Witch. So is he working for her now? Like, is that... I'm like, this is another power? Is that yeah, she... he's like her servant, and that's why Oh, right, because she, she controlled the one dude from years ago that killed all those kids. So maybe that's why that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. He shoves Lisa in a hole. This, though, this part I liked... Because this yeah, creeps me out. Bit, right? He shoves Lisa in a hole, and there's caves under the house where you presume the Blair Witch, again, because she's a physical creature, I guess. When she needs to be. Uses tunnels to dig around. Fucking movie. But she, so what, do you think she was using the power of her, like, her hands, and she would lift their tents into the sky and throw them? Or did she grab them and leap? Yeah, just her really long arms. <laughs> I don't know. It just made no sense to me. Just her long arm. She threw them up in the air. So she's in the tunnels. Lisa's in the tunnels. There's such claustrophobia. This is good filmmaking. Again, the movie is put together Mm -hmm. pretty well. And you just get scared that she's going to get stuck at any point. And she gets stuck briefly, but she keeps crawling. And then she just crawls into a circle back into the basement where Lane is waiting for her. 
and she kills him. And then she goes up to the attic where James is. And he tells her flat out, don't look at the Blair Witch. That's how she'll kill you. Because they they know the rules of yeah. the Blair Witch. But why does the Blair Witch follow these rules now? <laughs> she doesn't follow any rules. But suddenly, oh, they're not looking at me. I'm powerless to do anything now. <laughs> And if we had a well-defined monster, this would be a right. better payoff. She might as well be the T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Their vision is based on movement. <laughs> That's essentially these movies. That's pretty good. Yeah, but those dinosaurs at least followed some basic rules. <laughs> the dinosaurs were more interesting than this. But we have people going to a place where there's a wild predator, and we want them to survive, but they always end up dying. Yeah, well, Jurassic nice. Park. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. James apparently hears Heather's voice, but we don't hear that, right? He hears Heather's voice again, playing on everything you've said. So at least that part is scripted well. And he turns around to look because he's a fucking idiot. And she kills him. Immediately kills him. Like, it's a very Immediately. Quick... And then oh, Lisa uses the... Thing, man. I hate this rule. There are This is no the rules. stupidest rule. <laughs> there are no rules. Since she can't look at him, she's going to use the camera's little viewfinder to look around. She sees the monster. She gets freaked out. And then, what? She just makes James's voice and she turns around? And she's dead and that's the end of the movie. It's kind of like, it reminds me of like when Tim Burton remade Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here. But you know, like everybody knows Planet of the Apes. And even if you don't know the movie, you knew that it was Earth and that the Statue of Liberty was at the end. Damn you, you blew it up. Like, everybody just knows that. Yeah. So when you have to remake something so iconic, what are you going to do? How are you going to change that ending? How are you going to come up with something better? So what do they do? You know, Tim Burton, like, he just was like, if I remember correctly, like, Mark Wahlberg crashed on, a like, another ape planet. Or I don't know what the fuck happened, but everybody was apes for some reason. when he, when he he But in the modern day, when he came back to what he believed was his Earth. Anyway. It's very forgettable. It didn't outdo the original. So this Blair Witch, what do they do? They don't have anything. They don't have anything. The reason the first movie was freaky is because the last thing you see is her friend standing with his back to her. And then something takes her down. Effective. Because no one had seen something like that before. It was scary. So this movie is just like, does the same thing. She gets taken away. And then it falls on the ground. And then it just ends. It's just a disappointment all around. Like, couldn't they come up with anything that would have been like, oh, at least that was an original ending. They try to introduce rules through the folklore of the locals, and they could have easily said, and legend has it, that the Blair Witch kidnaps and murders people so that she can use them to recreate her body and live again. And that explains where the bodies are going, that explains why she was a shadow in the first movie, and she's a weird creature in this one, and at the end, after she kills these people and absorbs them or whatever the fuck she does, we end the movie with her walking out as like a teen goth. <laughs> and we know that part three is going to be real crazy. I don't know, man. That doesn't really fit the feel of the found footage. It fits the feel because it's <laughs> shitty. <laughs> they could have they definitely put it in this movie. And we would just talk about one more thing that was just like stupid. But yeah, I guess we wouldn't have felt like it yeah. was a bad move. Because it's a, it's a whole film of bad moves. I mean, I told you what I thought worked in it, but why did they make this movie? Like, what, what were they trying to do? Is it that thing where you kind of just remake the first one, kind of like Force Awakens for a new generation just to get back into it, like to kind of welcome them back or something? These movies are always in production for a couple years. We were at the tail end of the remake reboots of like Halloween, mm -hmm. Friday the 13th. 
Nightmare on Elm Street. And this could have been in the same path as that. But I am reading that they do have a hard reboot in development. But what's the point? They can never recreate the the feeling that people had watching that first movie that made it the success it was. That we just don't live in that world anymore. So all they can do is just make another scary movie. And it doesn't seem worth it to me. So yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. done talking about that's this movie. All right, we should wrap it up and introduce the show. This is Aaron and Justin talk sequels. Uh, we, I, As Aaron mentioned earlier, we talk about sequels. Until then, be good. Tell your grandmas I say hi. And uh, that's it. Just, uh, hey, take care. Be safe out there. Make sure you neuter your cats. Yeah, spay and neuter your Don't cats. Don't spay them. Just neuter them. Do you think about it? Like <laughs> We were so close to being done. If you think about it, audience, isn't it only really necessary to do one or the other? Isn't it overkill to do both? Well, you don't do both to the same animal. Not to the same <laughs> animal, but like I if think you're what neutering, he's saying is if you if you happen to have a male, you might as well. That's the neuter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know what Why other female sp- cats are going to be out there looking for him. And if you have a female, yeah. you should spay him because you don't know what other male cats are out there looking for. Her. That's what he's trying to say. So... The answer to animal population control is just to, like, devastate all of their genitals. When it comes to that, an- cats, yes. <laughs> it's the only way to get a handle on it. I'm against this practice. It's the only I'm way to get it. a handle on do, it. Do not neuter your cats. Do not spay your cats. Oh, my God. We, we, we will be overrun more so. Out of control breeding. I look forward to the cat the world where the cat, cat... We know we probably do this because the cats used to run the world... And we're trying to dwindle the population. Then one of our ancestors realized, hey, we just cut off their junk. <laughs> It'll be fine. And last but not least, your mama's so fat, the earth was flat before they buried her. <laughs>